Hey, sports fans, thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and the Titans could be sitting pretty in the AFC South next season. I'm Jones, and I got nothing this week. I'm Kudo, and we finally have a fan page on FB. Thanks, Kellen. Thanks, Kellen. Let's get into sports and stuff. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wild of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. It's funny to me, too. Screw up. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we have a flurry of NFL transactions to talk about. Cheeseburger Phil extends his Iron Man streak before heading home to really rock his dad bod. Coach K goes out a loser in his final home game at Duke. Haas got stuff to talk about, including wrestling news, golf news, Big Brother Canada, and Survivor. And as always, we close the show off with Scrutinizer Jones putting us on the grill. This is Inter Sports and Stuff. Well, boys, lots to talk about. Lots of happenings. Thought it was going to be a pretty dull week. And then the last couple days, bam! It's all the news coming at you. That was a, a bam right in the face with all that news. In the face! In the face! In the face! <laughs> you like it. Let's start in the NFL. The, the Newsweek started off with a very bizarre story breaking uh, over the weekend, I think. Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley suspended one year at least. So suspended the entire 2022 season at minimum for gambling on NFL games last season. Such a bizarre, such a bizarre, I don't even know. Like you've seen, I saw some of the plays that they were talking, like, obviously I don't know if they're talking about it. Those are the ones that he bet on or whatnot, but like he catches the ball in the open field and he runs like six yards to the right then seven yards left. And then he starts to go up field and he goes, cuts back. I'm like, huh, I guess I could see him betting the under on his receiving yards or something. Like, you know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's the case. Like, I don't even think that was – who knows where those highlights are even from. Like, those could have been, like, his rookie season and, you know, totally irrelevant. But uh, I think the big thing – so, sounds like they – the NFL has partnerships with, like, a, I don't know, I'll call it a fact-finding firm. I don't know, you know – they were kind of an investigations branch or something like that. And uh, they got tipped off that. So they, that company has relationships with a lot of the gambling websites and they got a tip about play coming in out of state for Calvin Ridley's phone or Calvin Ridley's account or something like that. So he created a, he created a gambling account. He was into Florida. So he's, he's in Atlanta, which isn't, it's not like he was flying to place these wages or anything like, you know, it's, I don't think Atlanta is that far from Florida. So he could have just been there and, and made these bets. Uh, but I guess that's why they flagged is because it was coming across state lines or something like that. But it sounds like he made, you know, he, he said this, apparently it was, it was three bets. It was a three team, a five team and an eight team parlay. And uh, the Falcons were one of the bets that he made. The Falcons to win were in one of the bets. So he says he, he bet 1500 bucks on it, and now the NFL is suspending him one season. I, I'm seeing conflicting things on what he was set to make. I mean, he had they had to exercise his fifth-year option, which I think would have paid him $11 million, but I also saw that he didn't play enough games last year, so they were able to flex his fourth year of the contract into the fifth year or something. So it was like $2 million. Anyways, he's losing between $2, $2 million and $11 million this year. So not, not a great bet. Bet fifteen hundred to lose two million to eleven million. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Hosk bet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I kind of see both sides of this one. Like it's real shitty that he's getting suspended. It's you know sports betting is legal. I don't know. I'm not in the NFL. Yeah, I don't really know what to what they tell the players about sports betting, whether they, they caution them about it, but the NFL is taking on big sponsorships with these gambling sites and companies. They're taking on big advertising. They're putting the spreads in like the pregame show. They talk about it all the time. So the NFL is 
firmly entrenched with with gambling. So that's the one hand, and the but the other hand, and I understand this as well. Is you know you have to come down heavy handed on them when you catch something like this because they're so involved with all the the gambling. You can't risk that you know your league becomes uh, what's the um, fixed or the better word for fixed is what I was thinking of. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like I, I definitely get both sides. Of, you know, I, I see see the full picture on on the scope of this and you know what the ramifications are yeah i I would assume that if he was gambling on games that didn't involve his team it wouldn't be a big story i think it would be like whatever what's you know what i mean like you're not gonna be able to stop him from placing a wager on something like that i think like i think that would be okay in my eyes but as soon I, I as think you... I think in the in the sport it's very dicey because they're friends too, and it, you know it becomes almost like insider trade. Oh well, you know Deshaun Jackson's playing hurt this week. Um, you know, let's make sure we, or you know he, you know you find out the quarterback's hurt, but it hasn't been on the injury report or something. So you know there's there's fishy stuff that could go on, you know, just with their inside knowledge of the game. Now I'm sure yeah. that there's I'm sure there's professional gamblers out there that have as much access, if not more, um, to that kind of stuff as well. So it's not unique, but you know it's it, it really is going to make an interesting dilemma, especially like you know when it comes to like family and stuff, placing wagers, and you know all of a sudden a, a huge wager comes in on uh, on Calvin Ridley under by his brother. And then he he doesn't hit the you know he has a he has a drop like is that going to be the kind of thing that gets investigated for him or you know like what what's kind of the the limitations on this because it, you know it's legal to to gamble yeah I wonder if it's going to be like I don't know you look at some of these like uh, these bigger companies that hold lotteries or raffles or stuff like that like if you're associated with the company you're not allowed to to win right. And yeah, but it's not it's not quite the same. Like I I understand, but at some point, like Yeah, they probably have to say like they probably caution and maybe they're doing this already. Like, you know, tell your friends, family, don't bet on you in this yeah. game or whatever, right? Like, you know, you're you know, maybe if it maybe it's different if it's the Super Bowl and you know, ever they're betting for them to win the Super Bowl. You know, I, I could see that being something that gets overlooked. Like, yeah, it's Super Bowl. I always bet the Super Bowl. But you know, on a Thursday night football and you're dropping, you know, a hundred thousand dollars on Calvin Ridley over, over five receptions or under five receptions, you know, that's, well, especially when you don't have a hundred thousand dollars to drop too, right? Like that's, that's another thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're throwing 10, 20 bucks on Calvin Ridley over or under 70 yards. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's you making a personal bet, but when you're going, oh, I'm going to throw a hundred grand on him to go under seventy yard receiving yards, like that's like yeah. But they also run in these circles now too, and you know he's maybe friends with an old Alabama player or something that's played in the in the NFL and you know has that kind of money and and throws it around, right? Like yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. He shouldn't be allowed to gamble on football. Pete Rose got in shit and got the book thrown at him, so this guy should get the book thrown at him. Yeah, but sports gambling wasn't even legal when Pete Rose was doing it, so... I don't care. <laughs> Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So, like, allowing gambling around, just fucking let it go. Pete Rose is the all-time hitter. Let him in the NFL or the Hall of Fame, and then this motherfucker should get at least two two years. Suspended two years? That's what you think? Yep. Pete Rose got the book thrown at him. I don't believe... I don't fucking... This bullshit. He wasn't even gambling on his own fucking team. This guy apparently gambled on his own fucking team. So throw the book at him. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, I think Pete Rose will get in the Hall of Fame one of these days. He's just going to be dead before it happens. So, all right. Other news. The big the big fish, Aaron Rodgers. Reports out there. Deals in place. Trades on the table. He's ready to go. He's got deals with at least four teams. Talk apparently a whole bunch more than that. We're interested, but he's staying. He's staying. Green Bay Packers backed up the bank truck. He's signing five years, two hundred million dollar contract, biggest contract in NFL history. Nope. Hold on, Aaron saying nope. It is, this one was wild. Like I don't know. It's like the Tom Brady thing. Yeah, we like we were. Well, 
This one was a little different. Yeah, I guess it is kind of like Tom Brady, but it's not like he was retracting, saying, "Yeah, I'm staying," but I don't know where all this fuck, where all this stuff's coming from. I'm, you know, I, I'm taking a team friendly deal, so I haven't even signed yet. So these terms that they're talking about, they're not true. I haven't even signed yet. So you know, it sounds like he wants, you know, he's, you know, credit to him if he, you know, if it's personal growth and he is, you know, kind of, you know, figuring out what he wants in his life and you know. He just he wants to be happy and he doesn't care about the money. He wants to play with his friends and he wants to leave the money on the table so that his friends can can get paid. And from what I read today was like there was still no numbers put out, but it was like it was a team friendly contract. He was going to sign a team friendly contract for the first two years. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be playing. Like he's thirty nine years old. Like how long do you think he's really going to keep playing? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're there's talk of him signing this team friendly deal so that way they can you know have get the, players ha, get players for two years and then maybe he rides away in the sunset right like after the two years two seasons are up yeah so hey at least he was telling the truth by saying he was going to go back to the green bay packers wasn't he on the, talking to pat mcafee and said like oh yeah he joked that kind of going off the air, but, but it he happened. So maybe he was true. Pat maybe he actually broke Pat McAfee broke the news. Apparently Aaron Rodgers called him and it was like the two Tuesday and Rodgers always goes on Tuesday and he's like, Hey, you want to come on today? And he's like, no, I'm not, not ready to come on yet. I don't want to talk, but, uh, so I made up, a, I made up my mind. Like I just, I want to let you know, so you can put it out there, um, that, uh, I'm staying basically was what it is. And, and then so so McAfee puts out a tweet that says that he's that he's staying, and then like five minutes later, Ian Rappaport puts out a a, a tweet, and the, so Pat McAfee's like team friendly deal, and then like five minutes later, Rappaport puts out this tweet that's like five years, two hundred million dollars, one hundred and fifty <laughs> million guaranteed. And Mac, so McAfee, I think, was live on YouTube when it was going on, and he's like, he's like, yeah, that's that's not. You know, and he was going on about his sources and he's talking about his sources. <laughs> and then he dropped at one point that his source was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and he's like, that's not, what I'm, that's not what I'm hearing. Yeah, that guy's a beauty. Like, oh, yeah. he's, you know, good. Like, he deserves everything. He took a chance. He left. He got into sports media. He's, he's big personality. He's, you know, rides with his buddies. Like, you know, he didn't like what, you know, a, a deal that fell through a bar stool. It just said, fuck bar stool. And he left and he's, you know, doing his own thing and signs this DraftKings deal. Is he on with like AJ Hawk or something like that too? Yeah, AJ Hawk does with him. Hawk doesn't do the full show all the time. He usually does like an hour, sometimes two hours. Yeah. But but Hawk's also hosts when um, when he's not there. So yeah, Hawk, Hawk's pretty funny too. He just sits there like smoking a cigar like, you guys ever listen to him? Like it is, it's, uh, it's, I don't listen stuff. to them that much. No, it's hard to keep up because they do like a three-hour show every day on YouTube, and then he yeah. puts out like podcasts about it. So I like to listen like when I'm on a road trip or something. I can just listen to, like a week if I'm driving like Montreal or something, like, three or four episodes, and it, it's always fun. Like he's fucking funny, and he, he, just, he is hilarious. Yeah, I like Pat McAfee a lot. We'll get more into Pat McAfee later in the show. Um, we had some other quarterback uh, quarterback news, so. Probably like two hours after the Rodgers staying in Green Bay news broke, Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos trade broke. The Denver, the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Oh, the Denver Broncos. I don't know if you guys know this. I, I came to the realization today or it was brought to my attention on social media today. So did you guys ever know that you guys you know what Russell what Russell Wilson's uh, nickname is? No idea. No. It's always like Dange. Dang. I always thought it was dang. It's D-A-N-G-E. Like danger? Yeah, so it so that's what it is. It's it's dang. It's dang Russ. So it's like a dang hyphen Russ. Oh like dangerous. I had no idea till today. But yeah, that uh that's apparently his nickname. Um hmm. so he's going to he's going to the Broncos. Huge fucking haul. Like, this is a crazy oh, trade. Yeah. Russell Wilson in a fourth-round pick. Russell Wilson's, what, 32 years old, 33? Yeah. And he's been fucking mediocre the last couple of years. I don't think he's been very good. He started he's a really good He's had a terrible offensive line. His whole career, he's had a, whole, a terrible offensive line. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. He's had some good receivers. Like, God also was hurt last year, too, I guess. So He's 33 years old. Just yeah. To be, yeah. But what was the return? Two firsts? 
two seconds, a third, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and and a defensive player, I think. Yeah, one other guy. Quentin something or other. That's fucking insane. <laughs> I'm just wondering if, like, because Denver was supposed to be one of the teams that was in on Aaron Rodgers. I'm wondering <laughs> if they were like, well, this is the package we were going to give up for Rodgers. Let's turn around and offer it to Seattle for Wilson and see what happens. Well, uh, it sounds like it sounds like they were talking to to Seattle prior, like weeks ago. So it it, it wasn't like a, a one hour trade that was made like no. at the last minute. Uh, they were probably they were working probably both deals. They probably had one in place that was very comparable. That's what I mean. Like maybe they s- switched out a player or two in the Rogers deal. Like you yeah, know, maybe what I mean? the Rogers may have been three firsts and none of the seconds and thirds or something. Yeah. Even like and and Drew Locke and they probably had no interest in Noah Fant and um, I think I think the it just helps the money on the Seattle side. I think bringing in money back helps them somehow uh they have a lot of dead money they yeah they took like 26 million in dead money from russ here so so that that trade happened and then today the washington commanders got their guy the guy that nobody seems to want uh carson wentz going from indy after one season frank reich's guy from philly one season loses to the jags in the final regular season game colts missed the playoffs Chris Ballard gives him a vote of no confidence and then he trades him. So they traded a first round pick for him last year. Might even been more than a first round pick. First and a third or something like that. Yeah. And and they get they so they trade him for basically two third round picks. And then I think they get a uh pick swap this year. I think they swapped the second round picks with Washington this year, if I read the deal correctly when I saw it. Just crazy. Like I think Carson Wentz was won the Super Bowl, or well, he didn't even win the Super Bowl. He was gonna be the MVP that year if he didn't yeah. get hurt. Then he got hurt. Big Dick Nick goes in, wins the Super Bowl, and then he gets run out of Philly. Was happy to go to Indy. Couldn't even played last a season. Okay. In Indy. He played okay in Indy. He yeah. got hurt, but you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Indy's gonna do. They well, got it, no quarterback. I think nobody's gonna. Draw. They don't have a first round pick. You think what? I was gonna say I think Indy's gonna go after Jimmy G or Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's I don't know. They don't have any capital to get Deshaun Watson. Like they don't have first this year. They just traded two thirds. I guess. Or yeah. I guess they got two thirds. They didn't trade two thirds. I don't know. I just part of me believes that they're yeah, going that, after I, somebody. That one, I uh, if I'm the Texans, you got to be real, real sure. You know, trading uh, Deshaun in the division. Yeah, you know, maybe they're going to get in on the Trubitsky sweepstakes. It sounds like he's the very coveted uh, free agent this year. Sounds like I he's heard him to the Giants. I, I heard that too. I heard him to the Giants, and he's getting, like the quarterback competition with Daniel Jones for the yeah. starting job. I think there was a couple other teams that were interested. I'm just trying to remember. Two of them. One of them was Washington, and the other was Denver. For who? Uh, for Trubisky. Yeah. And then I'm just trying to remember who the other one was. I think the, the, Col- the Colts got to be in there too. The Giants were, were were there for sure. But there was one other team rumored. I'm just trying to remember. And then there's like the Saints are probably looking for a quarterback because like are they bringing back Jameis Winston? Or are they not bringing back Jameis Winston? Like I well, heard Washington rumors. was apparently a front runner for Jameis. Yeah. It was like I heard Washington. Jimmy G going to the Saints as well yeah, as I a rumor. Yeah. So. He just had surgery too, so there'll probably a lot of wait and see with him. Yeah. Um, Tampa needs a quarterback. So Brady to the 49ers? <laughs> or is that next year? Uh, what about Brady to the Raiders? Josh McDaniels is there. Hey, you never know. The scout guy's there. No tax in uh, in Vegas. Giselle could do her modeling stuff in Vegas. Yeah. She could go on the player cards that they they're hand close, out. They're a lot. They're a lot closer to LA too. He could probably commute. He could fly fly in and out of Vegas. It's probably like a half hour flight LA to Vegas. Yeah, you didn't get get my comment there, eh, Kev? No, I missed it. What you say? I said he. She could go on those player cards that they hand out in Vegas on the strip at nighttime. <laughs> Kudo, have you yeah. been to Vegas? No, I haven't been to Vegas, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably why I'm not allowed to go to Vegas. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll come home with a mid full of those cards if you hang on to them. 
<laughs> you can't, you, you, people, you, you're walking down, you don't even accept them, and they end up in your hands. <laughs> the, I think the funniest part is if, when you're walking at like two o'clock in the morning, at, like the street is just littered with the cards. Like they're yeah. everywhere. And then you wake up and you go out the next morning and there's not a single card on the ro- on the street. But like yeah. they're gone. Cleanup crew comes through. <laughs> they sweep it all underground. The cleanup crew comes through at about five o'clock in the morning and just sweeps everything up and, and it's looking cleans perfect. Them off. Yeah. Dusts them off and then hands them out. To the- <laughs> they, yeah. they dry them up and hand them out the next <laughs> night. Yeah, you should see the recycling center there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else we got going on? Mike Williams didn't sign, didn't get tendered. A lot of people thought he was going to get a franchise tag. He signs a three-year, $60 million extension with the Chargers. Titans re-signed Harold Landry. He's a defensive end slash linebacker. Uh, he got five years, $87.5 million. Chris Godwin got franchise tagged by the Bucks. Uh, Devontae Adams, franchise tagged by the Packers. Cowboys, did they tag... They tagged Blake Jarwin. They tagged Jarwin and they re-signed. Or no, not Jarwin. Uh, Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. Schultz. Jarwin's just had hip surgery or something like that. And they signed um, one of the receivers. Um, Noah Brown. Oh, they didn't sign. What's his name? Um, the third guy. Cedric Wilson or no, Michael Gallup. 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 They're trying to work out an extension with Gallup. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to be releasing Amari Cooper. Yeah, I think that's. I think that would probably be dependent on if uh, they if they sign Gallup. Or if not? they sign Gallup, I think if Gallup's back, Cooper's gone. If they can't get Gallup done, then they're going to hold on to Cooper. I think that's the only logical sense that this makes for them. Well, Cooper Cooper still makes twenty million dollars, so they may if yeah they save cap about, savings. They may. I think if they get rid of them, they're saving like fourteen million dollars against the cap. Yeah, and it's. I saw I saw this tweet. Who knows? I don't I don't know if it's a true uh, tweet or not, but I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it was reportedly Cowboys Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott got into a verbal confrontation after the playoff loss to the 49ers. Cooper referred to Prescott as the black Kirk Cousins in a meeting, which set the Cowboys and QB into a fury. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it not being true, but it is a quite. Well, who knows? You never know. You never know. You never but know if you what's look, said. Look at the account, the, the name of the Kirk account. <laughs> look at the name of the account. That, Prescott uh, Truth? Yeah. yeah it's got to be true then. It may be. Black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Although I think he's won a primetime game. So yeah, he we'll wins on primetime. It's just he doesn't win in the playoffs. So there's that. Um, what else? Bobby Wagner got released by the uh, the Seahawks. Sounds like they're open to clean house. They they've said that um, they'd listen on Lockett and DK. Jeez. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen up there. Yeah, that's that's a bit nuts. And then uh, more importantly, I don't know if you guys saw or not. I, my my team's been been all over social media tweeting it out. The USFL schedule was released. Go Maulers. The USFL schedule, eh? Go Bandits. The Stallions. They're going to win it all. I might need to check to see when my Stallions home opener is. I went looking for a hat, and they're kind of weak. <laughs> what do you mean they're weak? It just has a team name. It doesn't, there's no logo. Oh. Well, that's just a style. I want the logo. No, no. I want the logo on the hat. I don't want the team name. I want the logo. Well, the Stallions got the Generals in the first week. Oh, Kudo and Hosker, you guys you guys play yeah. the first week. Yep. Prime time. Mothers and Bandits. April 17th, 8 p.m. That's a primetime game. FS1. Primetime, baby. Hopefully DAZN gets the UFSF, USFL. There you go. I'll check into that. Any other football football news? No? All mm-hmm. right. I don't think so. Uh, big news in the NHL last night. Phil Kessel, Cheeseburger Phil, left the game in Detroit after playing one shift. Uh, apparently, his uh, wife or partner was Girlfriend? Gone, gone into labor. Partner, we'll call it partner, baby, baby mama, baby mama. She had gone into labor, so he left the game. He extended his uh, Ironman streak, and then uh, got on a private jet. Uh, apparently, the the Coyotes owners can't afford a private jet. They chartered a private jet for him uh, to get him back to Arizona for the the birth of his child. 
Do you think Phil will be in Toronto tomorrow night to play for the Coyotes against the Leafs? Yeah, well, I haven't heard that the baby was born, but I'm assuming if the baby was born, he'll be there. To continue his streak. Yeah, he'll be there. He played last game to continue his streak. True. Yeah. I, you, you have to wonder how far in advance. Like, I'm assuming he didn't get on a, a plane, fly with the team to Detroit, do all that stuff to play 30 seconds knowing he was going to have to leave and, and fly back. Like you assume she must've gone into labor, like, you know, leading up to the game. And then the team was just like, all right, well come take a shift, keep your streak. And then, and then we'll fly you back. Like, or like, do you think maybe the, where were they the, before that? I don't know, but either way, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he would have, he wouldn't have been there just to play. Like, she wouldn't have gone into labor at like lunchtime, and he's like, "Yeah, no worries, babe. Just you, you stick it out. I'm just gonna get one shift in tonight, and then I'll be on a, on a plane. I'll see you at midnight. You know, well, see no, strong, I'm just saying, know? Like, like <laughs> they were already on the road. They were in Ottawa, their last game. Yeah. So like, he was probably in Detroit with the team. Yeah, like I'm assuming it happened like you know in the lead up to game time. Oh, for sure. Then, and yeah. then maybe it was like, okay, well, we got a charter for it. He's like, he's looking at flights. Like, well, we, we're going to charter one for you. We can't leave. You can't leave until nine o'clock anyways, you know, come take a shift and then uh, we'll get you to the airport or something. I don't know. I'm, assu- I'm just assuming. They probably also, you know, Arizona, it's probably something marketable for them having Phil's Ironman streak. So they, you know, positive publicity, keeping the streak alive and then yeah. sending him on his way. Now they need now all they need is Keith Yandel not to play a game so Phil can can well, pass. Him. I think Phil's you know, I think Phil's gonna be around longer than Keith. Yeah. If he yeah. as long as Phil wants to keep playing. Like Keith well, is probably a like kid, three so or he four definitely years. wants to get out of the house. <laughs> I think, but he's he's also Phil Kessel, so you never know. That's he's true. A, the guy's been rocking the dad bod for fifteen years just waiting for this moment. Like yeah. he's he might just say, fuck it, I'm done with hockey. I'm going to go be a dad. I'm going to go rock my bod. Yeah. Eat all the hot dogs he wants. Raise his child. Yeah. Never nothing wrong with that. Uh, did you guys see the clip? Uh, it was post. Oh, I don't know if it was a clip, but it was a picture of the Blackhawks. And they had posted the referee lineup on the glass behind each bench. So the teams could see who the refs were. And I, I'm assuming it's to address them by name so that they can you know, treat them with more professionalism and respect than calling them stripes or. They only did it on their bench, right? They didn't do it on the. Uh, I don't know. I think it was only on their bench because they want to be more respectful towards the referees and kind of know them by name. Because a lot of the refs, I guess, and linesmen end up knowing the players by their first name and stuff. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I think that's like been like that for a while with, with refs and like you would think the referees know a lot of these players by name, especially the older guys, right? Yeah. There's probably a lot of new blood coming in now, and they don't know all the guys like they used to, so they're trying to do what they can to make them feel just like the old guys, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a sign of respect, basically. Yeah, for sure. So you're telling me you're not supposed to hate, say, hey, jackass, come over here, I need to talk <laughs> to you. No, that's why you probably get tossed in your games there, Jones. I haven't been tossed yet. Hey, fuck tossed. face. You can, throw, you can throw hits in non-contact hockey, and it's not a penalty. <laughs> not a hit kudo wouldn't understand i get it you're just rubbing the guy out exactly it's not, you're not hitting the guy you're just rubbing the butt rubbing him out it's allowed i would have been pissed too so what kind of contact happens on a rubbing it's just you're just pinching the guy off on the wall yeah it's like you're, if you're going to like tie it's the like guy when up. you when you play men's league hockey and you pinch someone off on the wall oscar and you don't get called for hitting yeah I let them skate by on the wall. I hit them in the middle when they try to de- they try to dangle. Yeah, me. you That's open ice I, hit guys. I, I stand <laughs> them up. That's why you get sent to the box. No, I just stand them up. It's it's a hockey play. I just stand them up. Yeah, and then you get two minutes for body contact. Look, we understand you lead your team in penalty minutes. It's okay. I do lead my team in penalty minutes. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah, some would say that. You're definitely not in consideration for the sulky. That's for sure. I was early on, but then... Uh, well, the first game of the season, maybe? First no, I didn't minutes. have one. They, they, they jinxed me. I was probably like, you know, six or seven games in without a penalty. And they're like, I'm like, I haven't taken a penalty. And they're like, there's no way. And then I took them like six or seven games in a row. But last, last two games, no penalties. So, you know, knock on wood. I'm going to keep playing. Keep Turning playing a page. Yeah. yeah. 
Drew a penalty last game. Well, that's what you should be doing. Leaf Sabres this Sunday. Tim Hortons Field. Hamilton. Heritage Classic. And Buffalo is the home team. Buffalo they is are. the home team. Go Leafs Buffalo. can't give away that. Leafs can't give away that home revenue. They need uh, they need that fucking gate to pay for the Arizona's private jets. <laughs> so I'm going to the game. Oh yeah. Any anything you want to uh, want me to to do? You want if I see Dubas, you any, you want me to tell him to go trade for Mark Andre Fleury or? No, it's all right. You can. Did he get you a free uh, ticket? Yeah. Well, my brother got me a free ticket, but I think he got them from Dubas. So yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Look at you I, go, eh? Uh, my dad's going to the game too. See, yeah, probably he's, he's going probably with sitting the, closer than me. He's going with the uh, Labatt Brewery rep, so oh, yeah, I think he's in a box. Must be nice. I'll just watch from home. Actually, I won't even watch. I'll be at hockey with Emmett. So <laughs> it's at four o'clock. Yeah, Emmett's Sunday. got hockey at four o'clock and four forty-five. So I'll be at hockey with Emmett. Four eight. Oh, they back to back at the zone. Yeah. Got it. Any other any other hockey news you want to talk about? The Canadians keep winning games. Do you like that, Kudo? Or is it yeah. too little too late? Yes, and no. Fucking pissed off about it. I don't know. I just like that they team win. Can't but figure then... it out. Just fucking make your moves in the offseason like a regular is Kudo franchise. even watching the games? I can't watch the game right now. Is he even I don't watching get it. I'm not in the region to get it right now. He's probably watching fucking John Wick. <laughs> no, I got it on the uh, Edmonton game I was going right to say now. Dancing with the Stars. I don't watch that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can yeah, watch right, the game for you, Kudo. Yeah, you probably can watch the game because you cheat. What's the score? You get all the French channels. I don't. I get them for free. Yeah. game hasn't started yet. It's the line. So there's that for you. Who are they playing? Vancouver. The Canucks. Well, Canucks beat the Leafs and the Habs beat the Leafs. So that means... The Habs will beat Canucks? Should be a tie. So it's going to go to a shootout. Bet the tie. I'm not fucking betting anything. (laughs) Any other hockey stuff? No, I just had the Phil Kessel thing. Yeah, Leafs are still winning games despite their shitty goaltending. Their what, sorry? Their shitty goaltending. I've never said that their goaltending was good. I said that they're not going to make a change. I said that they're committed. Jack Campbell's going to be the guy. You got to win yesterday. Still winning games. Yeah, they almost blew it. Oh, last night. Two nights ago, they almost blew it. They almost blew it last night. They were down 4-3 after being up 3-1. Never in doubt. Didn't they win? Like, what was the score? It was 6-4. There you go. 5-4, five, five, maybe. No, I think it was 6-4. Let's get into some NCAA. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Basketball indeed, boys. NCAA Conference Championship Weekend leading into March Madness. Are you feeling the fever? We're doing a bracket? Come on, doing bracket, like three boys? brackets. You're three, three brackets? Three brackets, what? Yeah, I got to try well, and win one. The, thanks for the invite. I haven't started them yet. I'm just saying, be three brackets. <laughs> this is going to be my year because I don't think Xavier is going to get into the tournament. Um, cause they just lost a fucking Butler 13 and 18 Butler in the cool. fucking, yeah, they were, Xavier was going to be in a lot of people had them in as like the last four that might've been the play in game. Yeah. But I, I think they're out now. Like, I can't see how you get into the tournament, especially when like there's going to be teams that don't win their conference tournament. So like, you know, there's going to be secondary like they're gonna an at-large bid's gonna go away because the team that wouldn't have got in is gonna win their tournament and then so i don't think there's any chance xavier's in now let's go uh nit there you go uh coach k in his farewell tour gets embarrassed at home in his final coaching game by jones's unc tar heels tar heels the tar heels gonna get the tournament uh yeah i think so they're probably uh, anywhere I've seen anywhere between an eight to a ten seed. I think they're. I think they finished second in the ACC, maybe third. So I think they would have to probably. They probably have to win for sure one of their like their first round ACC tournament game, and then that should guarantee them a, a spot. Well, but that's good. Good. That's why I do three brackets. You got to pick the one with you when you got UNC going all the way, winning it all. That's right. Then one where they only get to like the elite eight. 
and then a more realistic one. Were they losing the first round? Uh, second round. Second round. Upset. Um, and then you see this story. So Bellarmine wins the Atlantic Sun title. I think it's the Atlantic Sun. A Sun. Whatever yeah, the fuck. I think you're right. But they are not eligible to go to the tournament because they have just transitioned into Division One. I'm guessing they were Division Two before. And NCAA apparently has some stupid rule where when you transition, you can't go to the tournament for four years. So this is their second year in the in the A-Sun as a D1 school. They win the conference tournament, uh, but they are not allowed to go to the, to the championship. And then the second dumb thing that happened here is they were playing, I want to say Jacksonville State in the in the finals. Or maybe it was maybe it was Jackson. It was one of the Jacksonvilles. The team that they beat doesn't default into the tournament. They awarded the regular season championship team the spot in the tournament. So I think it was Jacksonville that won the regular and Jacksonville State they beat in the in the conference tournament. So Jacksonville State gets screwed and then Jacksonville gets to go to the tournament because they won the regular season. That's so weird. You think you give it to the team that finished second in the tournament? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm not picking fucking Jacksonville as an upset. They got no momentum coming into this fucking tournament. They didn't even win to get in. Fuck them. There's no no chance. That's not an upset. You heard it here first. Don't fucking take an upset. They're going to be on the 16 line. Don't get suckered in. <laughs> I, I won't. Did you hear that, Kudo? Yeah, I'll write it down. Okay, good. I'll write it down. Do not pick Jacksonville. There you go. Major League Baseball. I think we're still in a lockout. Yep. Sounded like they were inching closer. A lot of optimism today. Things kind of broke down around 5 o'clock. But no, I'm hearing they're still talking. Still trying to iron something out. They, they It seems they came a long way in the last couple of days. You know, with in regards to like the financial compensation. Like the... Uh, the luxury tax threshold uh, went up quite a bit, like fifteen to twenty million dollars um, to start, and then incrementally over the five years in the deals, which is good because I think that's a sticking point. Is a lot of teams don't want to be at the threshold or near the threshold, so they stop spending when they're you know like ten million. You know they want to leave leave room in case they need to add or whatever, so it, it keeps like players from being signed at, at good money contracts. Um, so that was a uh, one of the the union one of the things the union wanted. They also agreed on raising the minimum salary. I think it was going to be over seven hundred thousand now, which is decent. It's still I don't know. I know it, it's it's a minimum salary, but I would say that baseball minimum salary should probably be double what other sports get because you play double the games. I don't know if that's logical to anybody else, but. Um, yeah, sounds like they were you do making like strides there. Half the amount of work, though. <laughs> well, depending on your position. You think Cal Ripken? You tell Cal Ripken that he only did half the amount of work. Okay, majority of them do half the amount of work. If you're a pitcher, you do a, a starting pitcher, you do a fifth the amount of work. If that, maybe maybe even less than that because you, you don't throw a full game. It sounds like the big sticking points right now are um, an international draft they want to have. Um, so it takes away the ability for international free agents to freely sign with whatever team, you know, offers them the most money or makes the best fit for them. So like the Blue Jays would not have Vladimir Guerrero in their lineup if if there was an international draft because they wouldn't have signed him freely. He probably would have been the first overall draft pick in his draft. I think the players are pushing back on this. And I think a lot of the international players really want to push back on this to try to protect those kids. Cause a lot of them, they sign at like 16 years old and literally they're all they do is play baseball and like, they don't go to school. Like they have no education. Like they're, you know, their families like rely on them to, to get paid as a baseball player to take care of the family. So like being able to sign a, a deal for, you know, $4 million in international free agency is a big thing for these, for a lot of these kids. And the draft would put in a, a it would take their flexibility to sign with whatever team to have the best chance of making impact down the line. So like, you know, if you're, um, 
say you're a center fielder and you know, outfield is not the, the best, but you know, maybe if you're a first baseman and the Blue Jays have the first pick and they, they draft you, but they've got 20-year-old Vladimir Guerrero in their lineup walking down first base, like it, it, it might affect your chances or your ability to succeed in the franchise and get to the MLB and, and make an impact, right? So that's what they, they fear the draft you know, limits players' ability to get to the, the major leagues quickly. Um, and it also caps what they can get in their bonus by where they get drafted. So uh, I think that's a big sticking point. And the other sticking point is what they do with qualifying offers for free agents. Um, so I think MLB is trying to push, you know, put the put the uh, international player draft in and we'll eliminate the qualifying offer system. So it allows them to go straight to free agency without restriction and without teams being penalized uh, draft picks if if they qualify and they turn it down. So, you know, a player that's basically makes them unrestricted, no strings attached, and the highest bidder can can take them instead of having to be the go to the highest bidder, but the highest bidder's got to give up a, a first round draft pick or a second round draft pick in order to sign him. So huh. th- those are kind of the sticking points right now. Is there was I hearing things is this just all smoke about them trying to ban shifts? That's something I think they've I think they even agreed to it. Yeah, they agreed to something like that. I don't know how it'll be enforced, but it'll probably be something like they'll just draw kind of like position like hey, shortstop can only stand behind second base. Third base can't go like shifting happens. Like it, unless you put a position box in for every position, like you shift in baseball. It's just what you do, right? Yeah. Like, like even like you know small things. Like as a first baseman, if I know my second baseman's holding the the runner at second, you know I'll I'll push a little further into the hole at first base, like to try to you know cut down on open space between first and second, right? So, uh, like, yeah, I, I I agree with like shifting you know eliminating shifting the third baseman over to you know shallow right field you know i i think i i agree with it but i you know i i get why they do it in baseball and it's it's analytics and you know you're trying to give your team the best chance to succeed and you know if you if you're not happy getting shifted on you know take advantage of it and you know bunt a hundred times and get on base every time and then then they'll stop shifting because you're gonna keep taking free bases from them so. yeah i guess I guess what I was reading was like when someone said, you know, they're going to make, they're going to ban the shift. Someone was saying like, it's going to add an extra like hit and a half to a baseball game. Oh, and yeah. it's, like, not, it's not even, I wouldn't even. Yeah. I, I think that's what the numbers, that. that's what like their numbers, they punched in all the, there was a whole bunch of numbers that came up and he's like, it basically equivalates to one and a half hits a game. If we eliminate the shift. So if you're thinking it's going to create more exciting baseball for the non-baseball fan, you're pretty much like. Yeah, it's just going to give like Justin Smoke an extra an extra base hit every once. It's not even going to reward. It's going to reward like the power hitters. It's not going to reward the the good hitters. or not, It's not going to punish the good hitters that use the whole field. It's going to punish the ones that or it's going to reward the ones that are kind of one dimensional in their in their swing. Yeah. I just, I just kind of found it weird that that's something that they were going to put in the CBA. Like, no, you can't shift anymore. Like, yeah. And then I saw something about a pitch clock, maybe. Yep. But they weren't going to bring in robo umps. Yeah, they fought that. Possibly twenty twenty four. I think. Yeah. They'll revisit. And they're also making the bases larger. <laughs> I think that's just a player safety thing. Yeah. Which is, you know, I'm I'm fine with it. Like, I don't. I don't know how much larger you're going to... I don't think you're going to see a softball bag at oh, first come on. base. Or yeah, you are. Orange one. Yeah, you're you going to see a safety base. It, yeah. Well, actually, it wouldn't... It, it made... You know, maybe maybe that makes sense. I I, I don't know. Where, where it benefits you is is on it just a straight run, and it just protects the runner a little bit on, like, an errant throw or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much, how much you gain from it, I guess... The bigger bases at second and third, I think, give the most advantage because it, if it, it's just going to give you like an extra inch on a bang bang play to get your hand in there, um, or hold it as you're falling off the bag or something. So I, I think that you know those two bases give the advantage to the uh, to the runner. I don't think you know even if you put a safety bag first base, I don't really think it makes much of an advantage or anything like that. 
No, I don't think so. Not when it comes to first. So we'll see. Hopefully they get a deal done. They're talking. They Well, Major League Baseball announced today they're canceling games through the 14th, but they could retract that, I guess, if they get a deal done tonight. So we'll see. We'll see where they end up in the next day or so. They're still talking. That's the good news. Talks haven't fully broken down yet. So we may still get baseball this year. It's actually, I'm going to get, we're going to get baseball this year. It's just when at this yeah. point, like, I can't see them taking their ball and going home over an international draft, especially, you know, the, if the owners throw enough money at them, they'll, they'll figure it out. Like if, if the owners come back and say, well, we'll give you, you know, 800,000 for your player minimum. You know, I can't see, I can't see the majority voting a deal down. That's going to benefit all the major league players. It's going to, yeah, it's going to hurt those. The international drafts going to hurt those prospects. Uh, from getting a big payday potentially, but the top ones are still going to get a big payday because they're going to have a big, uh, you know, they're going to have a big signing pool, you know, at the top of the draft, just like they do with the North American players. So. Uh, all right. Where are we at here? Stuff. Are we into stuff? I think stuff. we're into stuff. All right. Jeff Hardy left WWE. His non-compete comes to an end. He is officially debuting with AEW or signed with AEW. Um, storyline, I guess, teaming with his brother to take on a uh, private party who Matt was mentoring before. Uh, we'll see. It also sounds like WWE is suing uh, AEW for uh, uh, not interfering with Jeff Hardy's non-compete or something like that. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that, that lawsuit. But Jeff Hardy's into AEW. Pat McAfee had... Vince McMahon on the show last week. Vince offered him a match at WrestleMania. Uh, Pat accepted Friday night. It was determined. The rumors were that it was going to be against Vince McMahon himself. Didn't The interview didn't go that way. The, the match didn't go. But then Austin Theory, who's Vince McMahon's protege, came out. He's a raw, raw uh, wrestler, and he showed up on SmackDown and came out and told Pat McAfee that he's the one that's going to be facing him. I think it could be a good match. I think... I think Theory's a good wrestler. You know, see how they build this storyline up over the next few weeks as we lead into WrestleMania. Yeah, I hope Pat McAfee beats the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. He, McAfee joked he just wants to have one a perfect record on his at WrestleMania as part of his Twitter bio. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And then Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens were in a tag team championship match on Monday Night Raw. It looked like they were about to win the tag team championships from. Academy. Academy, and then they hit their signature move, but then Riddle came in through Seth Rollins over the top rope, and uh, I don't know whichever one Alpha Academy Gable, I think. Yeah, and uh, RK Bro recaptured the tag team title, so Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens didn't were going to be left off of the WrestleMania card. Uh, so then. The end of the night, Austin, Kevin Owens came out and he called out Stone Cold Steve Austin because the pay-per-views in Dallas, he's been cutting all these promos about how he hates Texas and doesn't want to even go to WrestleMania because it's in Texas. So the Texas Rattlesnake uh, responded. He accepted the challenge. It was for an appearance on the KO show, but it could be a match. Still kind of be determined. I don't think it's going to be a match. I could also see it being a cinematic thing. Yeah, I don't think it's... So we'll, we'll see. The it's promo be... was kind of a cinematic promo, so it, that's what makes me think it could be a cinematic match. Yeah, but I don't think Stone Cold can fight. Like, I don't think... He needs to, like, train a lot to get back in wrestling. Well, like, yeah, he's... I don't think it'll be a full match, but it'll be, like, he'll just come out and, you know, give a stunner. Yeah, I'll just... Him. Yeah. It'll be, a, it'll be, like, Goldberg's return where he just spears and, um, you know, 10-second match. Yeah, Stone Cold's going to give him the stunner and drink a bunch of beers and see you later. Yeah. And then uh, Seth Rollins has has turned his uh, social media dark. He's taken all his pictures down, like his uh, profile pictures down, and it's just a black screen. And that's, you know, it's probably it's a work about how he doesn't have a WrestleMania match. And uh, so we'll see who he ends up with. He's going to be on the card for sure. I think he's probably the one rumored to be going up against Cody Rhodes, even though Cody Rhodes' uh, contract seems to be. Up in up in the air right now, so we'll see what happens if uh, if we get a Cody Rhodes uh, Seth Rollins WrestleMania match. PGA Tour Tiger Woods is getting inducted into the Professional Golfers Hall of Fame this weekend or today or tomorrow. It today, or today, yeah. Um, his daughter gave the uh, speech to uh, induct him. 
And then uh, Sun was there as well. This weekend we have the Players' Championship. Before we get into that, last week we had the Bay Hill Invitational, Arnold Palmer signature event. And let's just say the players were a little less than thrilled with how the weekend scoring played out and the weekend conditions. I was watching on Saturday, Victor Hovland was at uh, 10 under par, headed to the back nine. And the tournament finished, I think the winner was at four under, maybe three under. Jesus. Um, so the players were a little less than, um, you know, guys were making bogeys all over the place. And then they would just like, they were still hanging out. Like everybody was dropping shots. Corey Connors made a big comeback and then he was like two off the lead. And then he made his first bogey of the day and probably made three in a row right after. Like it was just, just insane to watch. Like the, nobody could, nobody could make a birdie to, uh, to make a move. And a lot of players were talking with, with it being right before the players' championship, that you know they may not have the incentive to go and play if they're going to get that like mental beating right before you go to uh, the players' championship. So, be interesting to see what happens uh, with that tournament in the future. Whether they ease up the playing conditions on the weekend, I think the wind they couldn't control the wind. The wind picked up on Saturday, but it, it seemed like the course was just set up very difficult on Sunday, and the players weren't able to. To do much with it, players. Players championship is this weekend. Uh, Jones, why don't you cue us up? Biggest purse in professional golf history. It's a TPC Sawgrass. You know, famous seventeenth hole. A lot of the big names there. I don't see Phil Mickelson's name on the the tee sheet. It's even allowed. <laughs> oh, he's allowed. They probably don't even want him there. Wait, well, that's kind of the the funny thing. The the tour director had a press conference or whatever he was asked about Phil Mickelson and you know he talked about you don't we don't talk about um, disciplinary action or something like that which wasn't even really the question and it doesn't sound they didn't announce that he was disciplined but maybe he was disciplined and he's not on a, a sabbatical or whatever he's taking maybe he was you know disciplined by the tour he could have been suspended yeah that's true like we don't know I think that I think it's going to be a good tournament of course, always plays tough. Just depend, like same thing. Depends on the wind, right? Not really sure what the score was that won last year. Can't remember, or who the defending champion is actually. It's Justin Thomas. Was it Justin Thomas? Yeah, Justin Thompson. Thompson, right? Thompson. <laughs> Kudos, favorite. It's funny that this is actually a lot of people are joking because, or not joking, but they're talking about how this tournament is one of the, like some of these reporters that are going to cover it from Canada are saying like, this is one of the first tournaments that they're going to that are going to be like full fans and everything like that. And it was actually the last tournament that they covered that was full fans because uh, the coronavirus broke out two years ago. Didn't it get suspended? They didn't even finish it. They played the first round. They played Thursday. And then uh, they were talking about, we're going to have no fans no media other than like just the select few so that they can call it. And then by the time Thursday night after everyone was done, they were just like, no, it's canceled. We're done. Everyone go home. So yeah, this is like, basically they're saying it's, they've come full circle now, I guess. So should be a, should be a fun, entertaining weekend. So with that in mind, you know, we're adding this to our major championship, uh, fantasy draft, we'll call it. And, uh, Gonna go through the go through the motions here, guys. What do you think? I like going through the motions. How many guys are we picking? How many you want to pick, Kudo? Oh, I don't care. Let's wrap the whole field. Nope. <laughs> I don't got all fucking damn, damn field. Well, it, it's crazy though. This is like the largest purse in um, in PGA history. The I think the winner takes like four and a half million or something like that. Crazy. So it's and the the loser gets forty three. Last place get takes home forty three k. Fuck. Should have really worked on my golf game. Yeah. Well, too busy chasing skirts and drinking beers, and uh, yeah, didn't didn't think about the payday it could have had. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Who wants to? What? How do we want to? I, I haven't made a sweeping Justin Jordan Speed declaration uh, this year, so. So you're entered into the fray. Yeah, I'm in the first round of the draft. Anyone have a preference? Where do you want to pick? What do you? Who would have finished first? In the uh, in our last pick, in the British Open, I won the British Open. 
All right, so then I think you either get you get to decide where you want to pick. I think that's fair. I'll pick uh, I'll pick third. Okay, and then who was after you? Uh, then it was Kudo. So Kudo, do you want the first pick or the second pick? I'll take the first pick. All right, I'm batting in the middle. All right, Kudo, you're on the clock. Uh, I'm going to take Jones's guy, and I'm going with John Rob. Just snaking him out from underneath me, eh, Kudo? Fucking right, I am. Fuck you, Jones. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take Colin Morikawa. Okay. Give me a sec here. I know who I'm going to take with my third pick, but i got to pick who I want for the fourth pick. All right. I'm going to take Victor Hovland with the third pick, and I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler with the fourth pick. I'm going to take Justin Thomas. <laughs> Taking Kudo's guy, a little revenge pick there. Yeah, it is a revenge pick. Suck on that one, Kudo. Yeah, fuck you. He's run out of guys that he knows. <laughs> fuck you. I'm going with Patrick Kentley. All right. Cameron Smith. Well, it's Kudo's pick. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kudo, go ahead. Do it, Kudo. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Good thing you're editing this. Yeah, up yours. <laughs> Tony Fina. Always a bridesmaid. Okay, well, now I'm going to go with Cameron Smith. All right. I'm going to take Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. Brooksy! All right, Brooksy! All right. I'm going with Will. Don't confuse me with Happy Gilmore's caddy, Zalatoris. Zalatoris Clitoris. Am I up? Yep. You sure are. How many are we picking? Five? Just waiting on you. We're picking six. Oh, we're picking six? Okay. I'm going to take Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson, eh? He's either going to win or he's going to miss the cut. So. Yeah. Make or break pick right there, Kudo. I like it. Um, well, I get one more, don't I? Yeah. Yep. I'm just thinking you so sure loud. Hmm. I'll take Hideki Matsu- Matsuyama. Can you say that name again? Yeah, sure. I just did. I'm going to go with Ului Oosthuizen. All right. I'm going to take Rory McIlroy. And Joaquin Neiman. I gotta say, I think you guys drafted terrible teams. So, is this my last pick? Yep. Oh, I gotta fucking taking Jordan Spieth. All right, Kudo. Who's Mister Irrelevant? I gotta do it. I gotta take the Canadian Corey Connors. All right, boys. Good luck with that. Big Brother Canada underway. It's going on. First week in the house is over. Did you guys watch? Yes, I've been watching. Yes, so have I. I saw the first two episodes. That's it. Isn't that? Actually, I, saw, I saw the start of the third one. I know who won the head household. Well, the first two episodes were the eviction, weren't they? Yeah, it was like the debut. And then the, they did like, a, like, that second episode was weird. Like they'd hit the whole thing. Nominations, veto, eviction, all, all one episode. Didn't really get to see much gameplay from the house guests. No. Did we get any um, any players for a game? Not really. Not really. And somebody like I said, guys, fuck the listeners. And then he said it's their fucking picks. And then somebody forgot to send me her picks. Same here. I asked my wife and she's like, no, nah, I just want to watch. <laughs> I just want to watch. <laughs> it's because she's no good at the game. Yeah. Coming from the guy that always has the first guy out. So guys, we got a fighting chance. There's only three of us this year. I like it. You, okay. Even fucking Kellen yeah. told me, oh, I'll give you my picks after I do my chores. He must still be doing his fucking chores six days later. Hey, hey don't uh, give him too much he shit. He, he, he set up the fan page. He's done more than Jones right now. Somebody post on the fan page that like Kellen forgot to post his picks. Maybe his picks are on the fan page. Yeah, maybe they should have put something on there about making their their, their picks on there. Well, Kudo, you're the only one of us that has Facebook, so that, that should have been your job. I have Facebook, but I haven't been on it. Jones has Facebook. I don't go on. I only went on because of Something was said to me about checking Facebook, so I went and checked it. There's three members on our Facebook page. Yep. <laughs> and I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it, boys. We're really doing it. We're really doing it's it. all Jones's fault. Well, best of luck to you guys. I think we all survived the first week. I, I did. I lost some points on a nomination for sure. I can't believe I didn't have the first person evicted. There goes, right. my, there goes the crown. Yeah, you're slipping, Jones. Should we pick Survivor players? 39 days, 20 people, one Survivor! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
Survivor's back. Debuted a couple hours ago. I haven't seen. Hope you guys haven't seen. I don't watch. (laughs) (laughs) So so Kudo, we know, hasn't seen. John's probably been watching while he sits here. laying on his couch. I have not been. I've been watching the curling. And that is now over. So now flip over the PVR and get into Survivor. Also, now I've got CNN on. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we got 18 players, I think, for this season. Is it 42? Yeah. Season 42. Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm clicking on the right thing here to pick players. You, you don't want to pull a Johnny Hot Wheels? <laughs> no, I don't want to pick last, last, last season. Last, uh, <laughs> last year's fucking picks. Yeah. So this so it sounds like this is going to be very similar to last season. Kind of the new hybrid model they have where um, accelerated game pit, gameplay. 20, 28 days, I think they did last time instead of 39. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. See what happens. Who won? Kudo, you win last time? The celebrity won, I think. Or not celebrity. Yeah, was it the last one? I can't remember. What the fuck I won? We didn't do anything celebrity. Big no, that was big, no, celebrity you, you Big Brother won no, that. You picked, you picked Misha. Yeah, you won that. Uh, I think you picked, I think you, you got the winner in Survivor. Though. I probably did. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think who won it. I think it was Kudo. So I guess you get first pick then, Kudo. Really? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm taking Jonathan Young. <laughs> Okay, Jones, I think you uh, you had players left. I think all my guys were gone before yours were gone. Okay, um, I'm going to take... So I'll, I'll give you the option if you want to pick or you want to defer. I'll, I'll pick. I'll take Tori Meehan. Tori Meehan. Are we picking like the whole cast or are we just picking a couple? Yeah, you got you to gotta pick the whole cast. Yeah, you got to pick... <laughs> I don't even see... T- oh, okay, I got it. A couple, uh, couple Canadians on the show. I won't tell you who they are until they get picked. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, Hi, Jiang. Um, and then I'm going to take Daniel Strunk. Oh, that was my next pick. Stealing your namesake. He's going to fucking win, too. All right, Jones. We're going to go with... Oh, who looks strong? Oh, let's go with this guy. No, he's too old. <laughs> too old. Too old. We're going to go with Omar from Omar's Kitchener. Omar here from Kitchener, yeah. I think he lives in Ajax now or something like Would that. Would be, yep. Kudo. Uh, give me uh Jackson Fox. Jackson Fox, nice pick. Second ever transgender player in Big Brother history or in Survivor history. You're still on the clock, Kudo. I'll take Lindsay Dulashwich. Givichka. All right, Jones. I'm taking Rox Roy Bailey, the stay-at-home father. Yeah, he likes to golf. So oh, there you go. I'm gonna take. Zach Wurtenberger. Um, and then my next pick, I'm going to take Swati Goel. I guess my pick, eh? Sure is. I'm going to take Chanel Howell. All right. Kuda Chris? Uh, Drea Wheeler. Drea Wheeler. She is from Alabama originally, I think, but now resides in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So San Antonio. She was hometown. Okay, San Antonio. Sorry. Same difference. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she lives in Montreal now. Fitness model. And gym owner or something like that. There's not many. What do we got? Like one or two left or some shit? Or one left? Two left each, I think. We're at 12. Fuck. I'm picking it now. Uh, Did you fucking fall asleep over there or what? Who? You. No, I'm looking. Shut your mouth. I want to make sure no one took this person yet. So I can pick him up. So I'm going to take... Romeo Escobar. The beauty pageant coach. All right. I'm going to take Mike Turner. The re- retired firefighter. All right. I'm going to go with Lydia Meredith. I heard that her Instagram or something is Lydia committed chlamydia. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's a good thing. Um, and then I will go with, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Canadian. Marianne Oketch. I think we all have a Canadian on our team now. Yeah. So there's only two people left, right? That's correct. It's uh, between Maria Sharon and Jenny Kim. Well, I already got a stay-at-home dad. So I, might as well, I might as well take the stay-at-home mom, right? Oh, I was looking at her. We're taking the stay-at-home mom. The Maria? Maria. So all I get right. Jenny Kim? You get Jenny Kim. I'll watch her fucking win it. Fuck you, Jones. Sorry, Kudo. You never know. 
You took fucking John Rom on me. Oh, Kim's younger. She's going to win it for sure. Then over your fucking broad. She has a name. Yeah. Happy International Women's Day. That was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. Isn't it every day? It should be every day. Jeez, kudo. Appreciate the women's in your lives. You're sleeping on the couch. (laughs) You wish. Good thing you own them. (laughs) All right, Jones, I think you're up, aren't you? What's going on here? Yeah, that's it for stuff. That's it for stuff? Okay. I'll give you my grill questions real quick. Real fucking quick. Grill it up. It's the grill. It's the grill. Let's see. I had them written down somewhere. All right. Next, our first QB to win two Super Bowl rings. Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson? Matthew Stafford. I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. All right. Okay. Now two, start them, sit one, cut one. NBA between Harden, Butler, and DeRozan. So who are the who are the names again? James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Demar DeRozan. I'm starting DeRozan. I'm benching Butler, and I'm getting rid of fucking Harden. Start DeRozan, bench Harden, cut Butler. All right, NFL: Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or actually scrap that: Mahomes, Wilson, and Justin Herbert. All. AFC West quarterbacks. Start Mahomes, bench Herbert, cut Wilson. Start Mahomes, bench Wilson, and cut Herbert. All right. That's all I got for you. Keeping it short this week, seeing as we're probably at like four hours. That's not four hours. But thanks for trying to keep it short. No problem. Anytime. Just for you, Kudo. All right. Time to go to bed. And I'll go fuck myself. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for our 90th episode. We appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff, where you'll see all of our inside scoops on the world of sports. Sources. Source. Is. Feel free to email us at Into Sports and Stuff at gmail.com and send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want to talk about on the show or on our fan page on Facebook. Check out Tea Public and MeUndies in the show notes sources and don't forget to rate comment and subscribe on your podcast player choice see you next week and we'll get into sports and stuff hey phil kessel put down that hot dog pick your baby up and hit the music Bye. Bye.